the day after the the summer semi-summer festivities um you currently what? What? <coughs> we're waking up you after the mean summer. oh yeah the uh, semi-summer daytime actuality festival celebration party bonanza extravaganza boogaloo observance jubilee fiesta commemoration right that's what i remember yeah it's that much more memorable yep. thank you um, you got some fresh rumors, some new prizes, and a whole day to... Oh, yeah, I got sending stones. ...pursue right? clues. How many sending stones did I get? I don't... I don't know. Roll, <laughs> a, roll a D4. Do you need... Do, are they, like, walkie-talkies? Yeah. I forget what they uh, are. They, I thought you sent them... Let me actually... You sent them. Keep, you tie a stone to a homing pigeon. <laughs> Once it gets to the location you want it to go to, it drops the stone. The stone was sent. <laughs> no, that's a sending pigeon. <laughs> oh, well, the pigeon oh, knows where the stone to go. It's a pair of stones. Yeah, I thought it was like a pair. And you can cast sending from one stone to the other once a day. Yes. So it's a one-use walkie-talkie. You're being loud. ASMR. Okay, um... I'm gonna get up... (laughs) And I'm gonna get a quick meal from the bar. Okay. And then go immediately to the Thieves' Guild. Boring. The bar. The Thieves' Guild is not boring, I assure you. (laughs) No, the the bar is boring. (laughs) I don't have time. You get your meal, you go out. You go to mess me up. Does anyone else have plans for the day? <clears throat> Shall we just pursue this option? Um, what is our uh, what is our plan? Like, did we have? Did we hear word from the Baron? Not yet. We haven't checked in with the Baron. We still have. We still have the thing that we need to give the Baron, which Caleb has. <laughs> He's gone. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I guess I'm chasing after Caleb. Because Caleb has the thing we need to give the Baron. I have the thing that we need to give the Baron? Did we need to give... Did, wait, did we give the thing to Phineas? Or is Phineas not there? What thing? You talked to Phineas about your next option. Um, I don't think he went to the Baron's office to talk to him about... The town. The town. But we gave Phineas the scope, which is the thing yeah. that Caleb has. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the lens... The goggles. So I don't know what that was. The blood scar. I don't know Oculus. what you're writing. Sure. So Dad and I are we going to the Baron's office to catch up, or do you need to go on a soul quest? I think I need to go on my soul quest. Okay. Do you want help on your soul quest? Nope. Okay. <laughs> so are you going with him? I don't want to go. To He's gone. I will go to the library. I knew it. I'm going to Gothi for breakfast. Okay. I, I will eat breakfast first, though. Also from Gothi? Mm-hmm. Please roll your dice. 
It was cold as dice. As I move. Which willing uh, to sacrifice someone's. Yeah. I want, what's the, is there a menu? Am I, do oh, my limited? Just make it up in your own brain. I want <laughs> dragon puddle soup. Ew, what is that? <laughs> 74. <laughs> um, you order your, your soup and she gives you a glass of water. <laughs> Thank you, Kofi. I want toast and fruit. And I rolled a 38. Oh, good. That's a, that's a good one. Um... We've <laughs> <laughs> never grimaced before out of all of them. I, um, you order toast and fruit. Um, so you both had placed your orders. Gothi walks off to grab your food. When she returns, she hand you see she has a, a tray with two cups on it. Um, she hands you a cup of water, which is not what you ordered, but is cool and refreshing, If you, should you decide to drink it. Um, she passes to you, Samuel, um, a, a cup that has a thick, dark brown liquid in it, and as you swirl it around your cup, you smell molasses. <laughs> cup of molasses. I just went, uh, because I thought, like, ooh, what's you want for breakfast? Just tell like a thick cup of molasses. That'll sit right in your belly all day. <laughs> Good want, luck, adventurer. Still want toast and fruit? Nope. <laughs> oh, I man. go order two orders of toast and fruit from the bar counter. You get your plates of toast and fruit. I give one to Dan. <laughs> They're gonna eat both. They're <laughs> <laughs> funny. Um, you eat your breakfast, and you are both free to head off to your destinations. But we will check in with Caleb, who or um, Linhart, who is going down to the Thieves' Guild. Sorry, I've heard of the Thieves' Guild, but I need to check in with my informants to see if I know anything about yeah. Which informants are you checking in with? <laughs> you want me to be specific? Yes. Um, you paid specific people. <laughs> I vaguely... <laughs> Well, I, I, guess I should check in with Blevins. Did you take any notes? <laughs> all I had last time we talked about informants, all you gave me was Blevins. <laughs> that was it. You said my only informant last time. Who's a five-year-old? I want to say. Billy Blevins, yes. the guy who knows stuff. <laughs> yes, thank you. You walk around to the back of the main meeting tent where Billy's sitting playing with his trucks. Um, that was all you gave me last time. I have more informants. I would love to meet them and not just Blevins. <laughs> Billy's the best in the biz, okay? Uh, Vincent I. Brian. No. It was Vincent O'Brien. <laughs> Vincent O'Brien uh, is the dark magic salesman. Well, right, but he's not an informant. And then Keith Medina is the holy <laughs> magic salesman. You, you tell me you can't get information out of a dark magic salesman? <laughs> you're bad. Man. You're bad. The only other guy I know is the poison guy. To, uh, I have a little to, comment on here that says Baron has spies look out <laughs> and it's got a little star next to it. <laughs> Was it Tony P. Oisen? Yeah. Uh, who's Beth Bethany? 
<laughs> that's the notes. library lady. That's what I thought. It just says nice and then helpful. Not <laughs> where she works. <laughs> Nothing connected to what she does. It's <laughs> <are> horrible. <laughs> okay. I'm talking to Blevins. Um, Billy. You approach the side of the tent. Billy I'm is playing with his trucks. Um, he looks up at you as you approach. And he says, what do you want? <laughs> you got anything new for me, Billy? Maybe. Don't give me that look, Billy. I already paid you. Well, you paid me to gather the information. <laughs> I'm running out of business here. Boop, <laughs> <laughs> Ah, truck crash. <laughs> Can I insight check Billy? Yeah. <laughs> it's a 19. Yeah, Billy seems to... Um, Think he knows something. <laughs> Thinks he knows something. He's five, <laughs> but like, <laughs> this is... he's not openly deceiving you. <laughs> okay. What do you want, Billy? I want a whole gold piece. One gold piece? Are you kidding me in this economy? <laughs> yeah. And I turn around like I have to make a very hard decision. Fine, fine, here. Let's give him the one gold piece. He takes the gold piece and he says, um, you were just looking for, like, criminal contacts that you used to know, right? Well, used to run with the gang, yeah. The gang? There's there's many gangs in the world. You know who I'm talking the about. The gang. Yeah, well, I mean, a lot of the people, um, like, they disperse pretty wildly. Um. You're not telling me anything I didn't know here, Billy. Hey, <laughs> calm down. A five. I'm doing my best. I gave you a whole gold piece of information. I know you're good for you. I heard, I heard what you've done. I heard a lot of things here. Um, no, I mean, I asked everybody I knew about uh, about the gang and if they knew where the gang was. And um, a lot of people were laying low, but they heard there was a, a decent-sized contingent that was headed to Redessa. Any specific names from in there? Uh, no. Hector? Hector? Uh, maybe... The people. Uh, maybe, uh, Skyler. Do you know Skyler? <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, familiar with Skyler. Oh, that's a real name? <laughs> really? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. There's a Skyler. I don't know what... Scotty, I don't, I don't know. See, there's just so many people with so many names. Okay, I'm only five. It's not like I can write notes. I just learned the alphabet. Good for you, Billy. Thank you for your time. You said Redessa. Redessa. Thank you. I'm going to. Remember, remember me when you need information. For five, he's doing pretty good so far. Ah, the trucks! You're on your phone and you look concerned like Billy just I thought died. he said the drugs. The trucks. No, that's a Tom Cruise movie. I'm going to... Billy met Cocaine Bear. I guess I'm going to head out. Okay. That's all I need um, to do with these guilds. Okay, where does Samuel want to go after breakfast? I'm at, so are you going to the library, you said? I'm going to the library. 
Um, so I, I'll pay for the ride. Summon the cart man. Yabba yabba Um, he pulls up. He's like, how's it going? There are two gold pieces. I need you to take him to the library and me to the a spiritual place in town. Temple. Well, there's a lot. Um, which one would you... Which is the highest one? You're a monk, aren't you? Right. Show like me the, a, there's... What monastery are you associated with? I'm losing my accent. I'm a foreign land, <laughs> so you don't have my order here. No. So the highest one. All right. Get, get in the cart. He gets approached the cart. Um, he rides off through town. And <laughs> do you know what city you're in? He asked, are we in Rodessa? <laughs> I was like, well, I texted you that in confidence. But we did not sound like an idiot on the podcast again. Learning it out here. You ride through the middle of town, um, through the, the shopping district up towards um, the town center. You drop off lick a brick at the library and you ride on further through the center of town past where you've ever been before. Um, there's kind of some busier areas as you see another like high-end shopping street, um, but you pass that into a more quiet sector where there are a number, number of temples and um, monasteries. You don't see in your specific monastery, like you said, you're from a faraway country, um, but you see what looks to be um, a simple but well-kept uh, shrine where Gerald pulls you up and says, I think you might have the best luck here. Thank you, Gerald. Good day. He rises up. <clears throat> You want me to go? Um, I don't. I go in. Is there anybody around? I enter. You um walk into um a large grassy area here in the middle of town. There's a running stream, um, and a pavilion off to the center with some seats, some tables, um, and some hammocks. Um, you approach and you see a man sweeping off the pavilion. Wearing a simple robe. Um, he's a human with dark hair. Um, and looks like he's lived here for quite a while. Good day, good sir. Hello. Good, mo- good morning. I'm looking for a place to meditate. Well, you're welcome to pull up a uh, patch of ground anywhere within um, this shrine, I suppose. Is there a fee for worshipping here? I am not from this land. Uh, no fees. We accept donations, if you care to leave one. But this is a public place for anyone to come. I give him three gold pieces. We thank you very much, sir. And I go and sit by the stream on the ground. You sit by the stream. It's a pretty, like, park area with flowers and bushes. Um, you can see kind of like a sandy zen garden off to one side of the, the um, plot of land. Um, there's not many people around, but it's well kept. And I will meditate. Okay. According to my order. 
Um. What check is that, Hannah? What's chicken? What's your like religion? Base stat. Do monks have? Monks use wisdom. Wisdom. Yeah, I was gonna say do wisdom roll. Uh, 20. Cool. What are you trying to get out of this experience? Inner, inner clarity sense. Inner clarity? Yes. <laughs> so you're going to say inner peace. I'm like, you seen Kung Fu Panda 2? That's not no. easy. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, I'm supposed to be good. I was sent out to study the world, and I have been corrupted by I wanted to take vengeance against the person who betrayed me and it's not my normal nature and I'm concerned that I've lost my way. Get Socrates. Someone been corrupting the youths. <laughs> no, Socrates did that. He was killed for it. That's why I was saying. Like, where, the, where the police? Oh. Get, so- get Socrates. Where the police? <laughs> Arrest him. Um... And did you roll a natural 20? No. It was a 15 plus my modifier. Okay. Um, you, would as it, you like, sit... If I had rolled a natural 20, would that have been, like, better? I don't know. I'm winging this. Oh, okay. <laughs> you sit um, near the stream. If and you have to go to him, you can go to him. No, we can, we can do this way first. Um... As you meditate, you are imagining, you are remembering moments from your childhood, uh, from when you were young and when you joined your monastery. Um, do you want to describe a memory? What you, what your character, what made your character join the monastery? Um. Or if you want, we can move on to Steven and you can think about it for a minute. Yeah, let me think about it. Yeah. So you sit in the tranquility of this shrine and start to remember things about um, your past. Um, going back to Lickabrick, you... Hi. Uh, <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Hello there, Mr. Narrator. You are outside the library. Clip, 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 clip. I you do a jaunty dance <laughs> on the sidewalk. And I climbity climb up the stairs. <laughs> Can you imagine he's like stay on the sidewalk, he like does like a little leprechaun leap to <laughs> his heels and just like trots up the stairs? Um, you enter the library. I just love the the Caleb gets nowhere near anything that he needs. Dad, deep contemplation. Me, as I just like go up the stairs. I enter the door. It's a mimic. Oh god! So you enter the library. The library's been a mimic this whole time. Oh, <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's the long con. Um. You enter the library. There's kind of some groups of school children meandering about, um, but you have been in here before. Mm-hmm. So is Bethany busy? She's or? at the desk doing but her like, normal tasks. I'm there's assuming, no one's like actively talking to I'm her. I'm assuming that there's children though that she's like paying extra attention or like. Um, no, they're like groups of school children oh, like, like in the library together. She's not necessarily like chaperoning anyone. Got it. Um. Hello, hi Bethany. How Hello. you doing? Good, how are you? Pretty good. I uh, I wanted to 
see if you had any two two things. One, do you have any maps of the Alabaster Shoals? Those would be on the third floor. I'm assuming they might be kept secret, you know, being of in the Feywild and all. No, we don't keep knowledge secret here. I know, but like danger, like kid spills Kool-Aid on it and the map's gone. <laughs> Well, they're not, like, primary sources of the maps. They're, like, copies Oh, okay. That's, see, that's what I was talking about. Like, what if it's, uh... <coughs> oh, excuse me. What if it's all, like, weird? You're weird. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I, um... Second thing. Do you have any notes on... Lost swords in the Feywild. Hmm. She's like typing away at her Peter. Uh, you'll probably want to search the databases for that in a cross reference. I mm. don't have a section of the library dedicated to that. <laughs> you don't have a section for lost swords in the Feywild? Understood. I'm um, just going back to third floor. Just the third floor. <laughs> uh, you know where the computer lab is. Yes. The other way across the hall is like the map room. Oh, good, wonderful. Third floor, across the hall from the computer lab. Not like the hall. I mean, actually, like the other corner of yeah. the building. Yeah, like yeah. Map room. So I have to go to the computer lab to get the other information, and the map room to get the other information. I go to the map room. Thank you, Bethany. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, you head up. Uh, to the third floor, you head across to the map room. When you open the map room, you see a desk where Bethany is sitting, um, typing away at her computer. Hello, Bethany. <laughs> <laughs> what is your map? Would you like the uh, the map we talked about downstairs? The uh, the map of the Alabaster Shoals. Okay. Head to room two. Hi. We'll have your maps um, out there for you. I go to room two. You open the door to room two. Um, you, it's kind of like one of those study, Ooh, kind of like one of those um, rooms that seals with like really old books and stuff. Yeah. But it's just kind of like a personal study room that you can um, look at maps. You see that map is there, and there are also other maps of the Feywild and other relevant maps that might be useful to your research. Nice. Um, so the Alabaster Shoals is where I found my weapon. Mm-hmm. So, does it look familiar? I mean, it's not an easy territory to traverse. So, as the maps complete, or are they kind of just vague? Um, the Feywild is difficult to tr- to map out. Yes. Um, but this map does as good of a job as any map can. Um, you recognize some notable landmarks, kind of some areas where you used to stay as, um, your family like traveled through the Feywild mm-hmm. um, because you were kind of like a nomadic group where you had some structures you would stay in at different times of the years in different areas of the Feywild. Um, so near um, the place you found the sword came from one of the springtime areas where you were meeting up with some friends um, in what could be considered a town in the Feywild. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know it's kind of in a certain area but from a map, you you can't really discern a location of the sword. But you can kind of look at the general terrain nearby your kind of springtime um, 
travels. Okay. So I record a vague copy of that. Or if I can, like, scan it. You could probably, like, look it up in the computer lab and print a copy. Print a copy. I'll do that then. Can I, is there, like, like, modern maps of this size or this, like, scale that have, like, section numbers? Mm -hmm. So I could select the map and then, like, do D7 to E4. Yeah, whatever. (laughs) Okay, cool. I'll just, I'll write down the numbers for the section that I need. Yeah. Um... Uh, no, no, I'm not there. Never mind. You're not. You're not getting anything. I was gonna ask if you could find where our cube drops you off, but it's in Suntar Land. That's all I know. <laughs> Is there a map of known known Centaur lands? Um, the Centaurs also kind of travel about in herd. Um, make a like a, I guess nature check. Herd. I mean, they have to constantly move around to avoid the death tornadoes. Obviously. Nature. 16. I'm a 16. grandmother. <laughs> <laughs> um, you are familiar with a lot of the Feywild. You traveled throughout the year. Um, you have a general idea of where the gate drops you off. Um, if you were looking to get to... Um, kind of that springtime town area, you know it would take you a couple weeks in Feywild time to get there. It would be a different century when I come back out. (laughs) (laughs) Or it could be have been one millisecond at DM's discretion. I'm not gonna like leave. <laughs> talk to your DM. Have a long, real time. Continue in the Feywild. Um, I take this information and go print a map. I'm 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 a map. You, um, yeah. Don't do that. Beep. <laughs> <laughs> It's on like that that wavy old printer paper with the, t- the perforations. Yeah. <laughs> and it goes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you get your map. You roll it up. Put it in your sack. And then I go to the computer to type in my sword search. You start cross-referencing Feywild swords. Um, soup swords. Zombie soup. Um, you get... <laughs> Mom sneezed in the background. <laughs> Zombie soup. <laughs> you... Um, you find legends of swords. They're not... Or actually, do a... Um, investigation. Check. Do a Google check. Do a Google <laughs> check. Oh, Lord. What, what would Google and D&D be? Are you sure that I can't do an intimidation check? Nope. <laughs> Don't try to intimidate Ten. Google. Ten. Ten. Yeah, you you are looking um, through um, the system. You're finding a lot of like histories of old battles that happened in the Feywild, or Fey creatures that happened to be in battles with swords in the material plane. Um, you're learning about magic swords, cursed swords. 
Magic um, cursed swords. Unlucky swords. Ooh. But you're not finding a sword that fits the description of the sword that you have. Okay. Well, I gave it a shot. Guess you'll remain a mystery, sword. <laughs> Forever? <laughs> Never to be investigated again. <laughs> we should take him to the Dark Magic Eye. No, I am not taking my sword to the Dark Magic Eye. Well, you just said he'd be a useful source of information. Yeah, on Dark Magic. He ate zombie soup! How do you know that that's not a holy thing, to get rid of the zombie soup? Zombie soup is definitely dark magic. Um, well, zombie soup is dark magic, but what can destroy zombie soup? Darker magic or better magic? <laughs> Either we go to one of the two of them. Uh, no, I'm good. I leave the library. Okay. We go back to Samuel, if you're ready. Oh, he's ready. He's not ready. I'm gonna try to find the brick. I don't know what he's doing. Okay. Make a insight check. Uh, uh, oh, insight check. Ooh, insight into the mind of Lickbrick. That's impossible. Do I get advantage because I've been traveling with him for a while? No. Yeah. No. Yes. You can. Are you trying to hide your kid? I'm so glad I did that. You trying to contest? Twenty-four. Can I intimidate him in his mind to not? No, but if you were really trying to go there under, like, sneaky circumstances, I would allow you to make a contested, like, deception check. I would like to go to a place. No, this is just not the library. Oh. Dude, like, if, were you trying to make people not know you were going to the library? I mean, I'm pretty sure that's hard when you yell, yeah, <laughs> and then you get in a card, and the card goes, Brown to the library. What was your rule? 24. Yeah, you you think you you think about it for a minute. Where would Lickabrick have gone this morning after breakfast? Um, probably the library. So you walk through the sewers, um, and as he's leaving the library, Dang you it's... crawl up out of a manhole. <laughs> I shove the manhole back on to him, and I run to get second breakfast. <laughs> Where are you going? Cafe to cafe. Get back here. I shoved you back into the manhole. (laughs) You ground pound (laughs) manhole cover. I'm going to do a contestant strength check. Okay. I'm above you. I got gravity going with me. You can make a strength check. Why would you do this? Both of us have a negative one to strength. (laughs) Who rolls worse? Woof. Tell me what you got. <laughs> Three. <laughs> Five! Um, you run, you you see him popping up out of the manhole. Your fight or flight takes in. You leap off the last step and go to land on the manhole cover as he's lifting it up. Um, he ends up vaulting you into the air with added momentum. Um, please make a dexterity saving throw. Uh-oh. Roll high, you're gonna bite it. 17! You do a cool flip, and you land in the middle of the road. Um, a cart swerves around you. <laughs> I run out of I run the side of the... the, the I run out of the road. <laughs> across the street to cafe to cafe. Oh, is it right there? 
I think they're across the street from you. <laughs> I'm pretty sure, yeah. Like it's, no, wait, is it outside the mayor's office? Yeah, but the library's just around the corner from Okay. I, I'm running after one. No, oh, there is right. no corner on the street that is actually <laughs> where it's supposed to be, correct distance-wise. Otherwise, we would just use... We wouldn't have to use Gerald anymore. <laughs> and we would just walk, because we can see them all at the same time. I, I'm chasing after... You will both run the cafe to cafe. Are you ready, Dad? Yes. Okay. Cutting back to Samuel in the so, garden of the monastery. Okay. So in my vision, I remember my childhood, you said, right? Yep. I was the only child, and my mother and father were older when they had me. Hatched me, birthed me, I'm not sure. <laughs> and I was curious all my life. What a panther egg in that nest. Right. <laughs> and um, so much so that I was annoying at times. And so they took me to the monastery and they entrusted me to this monk who I would often ask questions with. And he would help keep me busy with tasks and he would answer my questions. But more often than not, I had more questions and was still seeking answers. And as I eventually was put on a shift in the monastery and all the other monks were away on a pilgrimage and in the night I was watching things and a mysterious stranger crawled into the monastery he was he was parched and he was sick not sick he was weak because of his journey and he was injured and he had bruises from a crash and I gave him food and I gave him water and I bandaged his bruises and he told me the story that he was a he came to my home in a flying contraption and he actually was from the past he had been a star explorer, and through an accident, his star exploring vehicle had been blown off course, and in the process, he had been frozen for 500 years. And when he thawed out, some people had taken him in, and he worked to help them, uh, defeating bad people. And here he was exploring, but his his craft, his vehicle, had been broken down and crashed, and he needed assistance. And so I gave him more food and water, and he had a little device, and in his device he knew that there were rocks on top of the mountain that would help him. So him and I climbed the mountain together to find the rocks. And we found the rocks, and as we were gathering some for his to help him fix his vessel, a were-beast came out of a cave and attacked me. And it hit me, and it knocked me down, and it was going to kill me. And as I looked, I saw in one corner the were-beast like, coming down on me with his claws and fangs and my friend and he pulled the device from his pocket and he shot a beam of light that hit the werebeast and stunned it 
And then he put me together with the rocks and he dragged me back down the hill to the monastery. And then he took the rocks to his flying vehicle and he fixed it. And I went to say goodbye to him and he waved and his vehicle levitated and then it flew off into the sky. And I tried to explain this to others, but no one would believe what I had said. And so I continued to ask these questions and have these questions about the future and the past and other places. And eventually the monk who had taken care of me invited me to join their order and he gave me a special task of going out and exploring the world and finding answers so that my quest I could tell others about my represent my people and tell other and learn <laughs> answers to all of my questions. It's 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 the fun <laughs> I remember the first bumper sticker I ever saw. <laughs> Shush! That was good. The guy broke the first rule of Starfleet, but all right, that was fine. It wasn't Starfleet. <laughs> what movie is your It's an episode of Buck Rogers. <laughs> I knew it. it. Had to be something. It's not Starfleet. <laughs> Okay, that's not where I thought it was gonna go. <laughs> you, you left me. You left me too much time. Once I got started, then I, I needed to come up with something good, and I hadn't thought about it. So what does he learn from his words? I thought he would think of something applicable. <laughs> okay, so I'll keep meditating. You can go back to the voice. <laughs> You have that memory, and you continue meditating, I suppose. Okay, do I have to try to come up with another memory? That's not a memory. That's, that is a memory. It's what I mem meditated You got space on. aliens involved. I remember it. I remember. What? I... I you the when you take a knife, stick it with a rainbow, I'll get back on the curb, get rusty. I thought I thought you were like contemplating your like feelings about laws and you created but you told me to, story you about told, time. You told me to come up with a story from when I was young. About what made you join the monastery, which That's what made me join the monastery, the questions. I what questions? Okay. And then you got the questions. Okay. You, you, you're going around and then you, you get the questions. You fly out of the like space station with the rocks. When you get out of the rocks. You want to make it too easy? <laughs> too easy. You can't make it too easy. You're going to have this real experience that causes you to go out into the world. You don't just wander away from your home for Normally your parents and die. 80% of the time your parents die. Every time I do it, I end up with a tragic backstory of death and dismemberment and all that stuff. And you guys all go, that was too dark. This was just happiness. You. Okay. No one died. Except for the rare beast. So stunned. Maybe it was stunned. I don't know. I didn't come back. Did the hug wolf get you? <laughs> no. 
Let me out. Let me out. I'm not supposed to. Don't you want to hug? Yeah. Um. Okay. So that motivated you to seek the world. Yes. Um. Into the world. Yes. But your current um problem. Is your relationship with law and order correct? Well, partly because Special I had a pretty here. nice experience of going out <laughs> into the world, and now I have <laughs> experienced horrible things like death and betrayal, and uh, my little life is not used to these things. And then out of me came something seeking murder as a result of How betrayal. How old are you? Twenty-seven. <laughs> I'm 27. <laughs> I'm a grandmother. I'm 16. Um, I'm a grandmother. Um. So your your um extreme love of law and order has just come from your upbringing. Yes, that was and my so orders. you my, my had a that way. memory that has, in some ways, I would think maybe the elements of time travel would make you question some of that law and order? Is this memory make you feel more connected to law and order? <laughs> Is or less connected? You feel? <laughs> I've just started my meditation. You need me okay. to come up with another... That was just... You asked for the first I'm memory. Trying, to explain the well, I trying... I thought you were going to do one about law and order and you, no. you created okay. time okay. travel I didn't create I didn't. I didn't give any time travel away. I just said that. That's the story he told. Now I'm lying. Go get the space D and D books from my bedroom, just so we can have a source for this. Stuff. He could have been lying. I don't know. That goes against your morals. I wasn't lying. I'm telling you what really happened to me as a child. This is good podcasting. <laughs> I'm just severely. I'm really impressed. With how the story went, <laughs> the reaction of you guys was not what I was expecting at all. We were laughing. Okay, we okay, laughing. so now I'll have another vision. So that was my first vision. Okay. <laughs> and now uh, you want me to have another vision that has to do with my inner problems. <laughs> I thought your first vision, I'm, I'm more concerned about letting you do something on your own now. What? Because the first one went off the road. Nope, nope, I, got, uh, I just needed the direction. You're giving me no, a second vision. Guys in guided meditation. Um, so for some direction. Nope, nope, maybe, nope, nope, nope. I don't need um, it. I'm good. I'll consider be fine. Consider. Nope, nope, nope. I'll be fine. Don't need it. You're feeling a law nope. and order from the past. Nope. Okay. <laughs> Unless it's too big. <laughs> Cutting back to the road, you're running down the road to Cafe de Cafe. Yeah. So I have a question. Yes. The spell Ray of Enfeeblement is only supposed to affect strength. <laughs> Can you just, like, add a little bit for dex? 
and I can like blast him so he has jelly leg and can't follow me. I think if you're weak, physically weaker, you would not be able to run as fast. So you're not that far away from cafe to cafe. <laughs> like a couple blocks. Right, but I want him to have jelly like, leg. you can see it down the road. <laughs> you I want him to like try to get up and then like wobble around and have to wait a minute so I can get like a private room in cafe to cafe and not be disturbed. Okay. You can blast him. <laughs> Blam! Whoa! Hold on, what save do I have to make? You don't make a save. That's do you have to roll to hit me? You make a save the turn, your end of your turn after, and I have to roll to hit. Wait a second. Wait, wait a second. Wait. Of enfeeblement. Yep. You, a I black it? beam of inner, innervating energy springs from your finger toward a creature within range. Make a ranged spell attack against the target. 23. 20. Does that hit you? Uh, 23. Against your armor class. Yeah, that hits me. Okay. On a hit, the target deals only half damage with weapon attacks. They use strength until the spell ends. At the end of each of the target's turns, it can make a constitution saving throw against a spell. On a success, the spell ends. Okay, so uh, you're running down the road chasing him, uh, and you see him turn around and blast a small <laughs> beam of energy towards you. You attempt to... You, it catches you off guard, because what a wild thing to do. <laughs> it hits you in the chest, and suddenly your legs feel weak, and you start to shake like you've done a million squats. <laughs> um, Are there any guards around? <laughs> Roll a stealth check. Well, hold on. He was not trying to be stealthy with that. Is there it any says a thin black beam. <laughs> Is there any guards around? There's got to be guards somewhere around here. Yes, there has to be. God, it's insane. It's just me with that. Oh, no, no, what you just roll. <laughs> Still? Yeah. <laughs> 13. Well, he rolled a 4 for perception. Um, so he did not notice Let's the beam issue. Uh, you start to wobble like a baby goat. Uh, <laughs> Help! Guard! That man is chasing me! <laughs> that is a 28 for persuasion. <laughs> well, he does turn to look at the man chasing you. He's so shaking uncontrollably. It looks like he's about to collapse onto the ground. He first seemed like he might need to defend you, but now he seems concerned like he might need to take this man to a hospital. <laughs> you run past. Um, you can make your, a constitution save now. To recover. 18. What's your spell save, DC? 15. You, you take a couple steps with, with jelly legs, but you then recover yourself as the guard runs up to you and says, Sir! Were you chasing that man? He shot me with magic! <laughs> I, I didn't see that. <laughs> yes! But you are trying to file a claim because I, I'm going to point you to no. like magic. No! That's with my friend! He shot me! Why are you chasing your friends? I was trying to tell him something. I popped out of a manhole, he jumps at my head, then he You're runs the away. Sewer? I'm sorry? You're not supposed to be in the sewer. <laughs> you idiots. <laughs> what? It's dangerous down there. Alright, that's part of my job. I'm an adventurer. No, no, no. No, we don't just let adventurers go into the sewers willy nilly. 
What do you mean? I work for the Baron. You can ask the Baron. Do you have a, a letter of sewer entrance? I'm, I'm sorry? You needed, like, your notification charter to, like, be in the sewer. On official business, you should have an official note. Um, I can let you off with a warning, but, dude. No, no I'm telling you, I, I, I was going to the sewer on purpose. He was supposed to help me. That's not what he's saying. He's saying that, yeah, you went into the sewer on purpose. You didn't have me. proper authority. He knows that you went it's there on purpose. It's dangerous in the sewer. There's giant rats. That's why I'm down there. Then where's your letter that says you're a giant rat hunter? I'm not, I'm not a giant rat hunter. Then you shouldn't be in the sewer. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> if you continue on this course, I'm gonna have to arrest you. No, I'll make sure I'll get my paper on me this time. He's more adamant about arresting you um, because of how many times you told him you were in the sewer without proper authority. <laughs> so I need you to make a persuasion check with disadvantage <laughs> to try to persuade him to not continue to detain you. Why did you even say you were in the sewer? <laughs> No, that's where the thieves guild is. He probably doesn't know that. Yes, he does. All the guards know where the thieves guild is. They just can't do anything about oh, it. Thank goodness. Disadvantage, you said? Yes. That's a twenty, not natural. Okay. He uh, he says, "I'm gonna listen. Listen. <laughs> Look at me in my face." <laughs> yes, sir. He like starts to lean over, to, like to get closer to your face. He's like, "Do not go." in the sewer without a specific contract to be in the sewer. It is very dangerous down there. <laughs> Especially for someone of your size, a rat, a giant rat could drag you away. <laughs> okay, so you don't have a contract to be in the sewer. Don't go in the sewer. And especially don't tell me you were in the sewer without paperwork three times. We does this guard have an ID or like a badge number? No. Aww. So, don't chase your friends. Don't scare them coming out of the sewer, and don't be in the sewer in the first place. Got it. Get out of here. He walks off. I'm headed to cafe to cafe. I'm having a very serious talk. <laughs> Lit hot. I'm not going to blink a brick. Well, blasting me. Magic. <laughs> I also need to have a talk with myself. Is there a private room I can ask? There's actually no private rooms in cafe to cafe. Can I go into the basement with the tea experts? <laughs> There's no basement. You I enter like... cafe to cafe. And the um, concierge, is that the word? Sure. He stands there um, with a menu and says, Good morning, sir. I need How to many have, for your table? Uh, one. I need to have a private okay. meeting with the tea expert. Can I go and see him? No, the tea expert comes to you. Um, he leads you to a table in the corner that has two seats. Um, Can you take this chair away? <laughs> <laughs> if you insist, sir. There's someone who is who is trying to have breakfast with me who has just come out of the sewer. And I do not want their stench at my table. We don't allow stench in this restaurant, so everyone gets pressed and digitated as they enter. I don't want that kind of conversation to be happening inside your beautiful restaurant. He's going to talk to me about sewer stuff. I don't want to talk about sewer stuff. <laughs> sewer stuff in here. 
<laughs> you you sit down. Um, your waiter approaches and says, <clears throat> "You with uh, cupped hands," <laughs> and says, "Here you are, sir." And behind the the flower pot that's on your table, he sets down the tiny tea master. Hey, how's it going? Hello, Tea Master. Hello, Tea Master. You don't look so obvious. So you back up, put put the menu up to your face. Yes, sir. I am. What do you want? I am going to get... I thought you are waiting. No, I know. I'm going to get an apple scone. Okay. What, what, what is your... Can you advise me in a tea that will be the perfect blend for the apple scone? Cinnamon. (laughs) Just cinnamon? (laughs) That's it. (laughs) I I should have told you. The tea guy, he's he's, he's overrated as an expert. (laughs) I tried to find some medicinal herbs and none. You didn't. For medicinal, it's never in the question. You spoke to me. You wanted like some kind of metaphysical tea to fix your problems. I didn't want to fix my problem. No, he wanted a psychedelic. Is what he wanted. He wanted LSD. No, I wanted tea. LST. He never said medicinal in your request for tea. Yeah, cinnamon tea goes really good with apples. Okay. Um, but your scone. You want it sweeter? No. And not your scones, your tea. Do you want? <laughs> I'll take two two sugar cubes. Okay. I mean sugar cylinders. What? <laughs> I don't know. These this cylinders world. don't fit in a box of sugar as much as the cubes do. <laughs> sugar cubes is fine. Dang it! I should have said sugar cylinders first. You would have accepted it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> the waiter comes back and picks up the tiny tea man. Um, takes him to the back and he comes out and says, "So, what will your order be?" An apple scone. Apple scone. And cinnamon tea. Cinnamon tea. What? I never would have thought of that combination. No, waiter, please. Can you stop ridiculing my tiny tea man that you made me create out of whole cloth last time we played? I'm busy, okay? I can't know everything about tea. I'm doing my best. I'm going to make this D&D campaign and know everything about tea. I'm doing my best. You're doing great. I'm sorry, it's not as good as the last time. Okay. Um, you returns with your your tea and your scone. Um, have you approached the cafe yet? Mysteriously, yeah, it's the same combination on five other tables around you. <laughs> You approach Cafe de Cafe. Yes. And enter the building, and the concierge says, Good evening, good morning, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I talked to the guard, that guard for so long. <laughs> good evening, sir. Um, cafe de Cafe starts tonight. Come in and talk to the tiny tea man. He turns and sees the table with one chair, and he says, No. <laughs> I also look at the table. 
I gave him two goals, and I'm like, I'm so sorry. No, wait, sir, you can't, you can't sit there. No, 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 this is for your trouble. Oh. This is for him. Big trouble. Do you want a table, or? I... No. <laughs> I, I don't know what to say anymore. Apparently he's having a private conversation. Um, can I just get a muffin to go, I guess? <laughs> I don't know what to do anymore. <laughs> I thought he was my friend. <laughs> he pulls a muffin um, in a bag out from under the desk and says, I didn't ask about your backstory. <laughs> <laughs> I feel a part of a cross face in time. <laughs> another person in another world. <laughs> I'm getting the karma from another campaign. <laughs> <laughs> we had merch. So we should put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling a burn across space and time. Are you gonna leave? <laughs> he says this muffin's on the house. I guess. Uh, uh, I gave him two more gold. Thank you so much. <laughs> That's not what on the house means, but you're welcome. <laughs> No, no, you're, you're just a great guy. I, I, I thank you. Your service was excellent. I, he's trying to make he's making penance. He's making penance for all the NPCs. He's angered that he can bribe them all and speak kind words to them. I'm one of them. I'm one of them. It's too late. He's already done it. I'm gonna sit outside with my muffin and wait. I'm just on the curb. <laughs> Is there a bench or anything you There's a bench here. Okay, I'll sit on a bench. Sits on the curb. <laughs> <laughs> I'll sit on a bench and eat my muffin and <laughs> wait for it like a brick. Okay. Uh, we'll cut back to Samuel. Okay, so I have my, another vision. Okay. <laughs> I'm scared. One of my journeys took me to this village. And in this village, a woman had been murdered. And I stumbled upon the scene as the authorities had arrived. There were these two men wearing fancier clothes than the normal police officers. And they went about the scene and they gathered evidence and they put it in little plastic bags and sealed <laughs> them. Sorry, did I say law and order too many times? <laughs> and labeled them. <laughs> and after considering all of the evidence, they went and arrested a man for the murder of this woman. And then they took all of the evidence to this man and this woman. And the man and the woman looked at the evidence and came to the conclusion that the two other men were correct. And they went before a judge and a group of people and they presented all the evidence that showed that this man had committed this murder. This is the fastest due process to ever exist. He was in the town for a while. Well then, yeah, I was witnessing what had taken place. I was curious and that was my job, is to be curious and to discover. Well, the man who was accused of the murder had a man who stood at his side and he called a witness and another man came from the crowd and sat in the chair and said that the man could not have killed the woman because they were together at a restaurant at the time of the murder. And everybody was, 
could this be? Had the other men and the man and the woman done an improper, incorrect thing? And they asked the judge for a continuance. And the judge granted this request. And the two men gathered with the man and the woman, and they discussed, and they went off. And the next day, they reconvened. And the two men brought another man. And they showed how the man who had spoken about the man who was accused of murder could not possibly have been telling the truth because he was in a pub inebriated and passed out on the floor. And the man said that the other man had lied to protect the man who was accused of murder. And they went and the judge and said the circumstances. And then the other man said that those circumstances could not be the case. And then it went before the judge and the group of citizens. <laughs> and the judge and the group of citizens said that the man was guilty and sentenced him to 25 years or life. And then the two men and the one man and the woman walked out and drank coffee together. And that was one of my experiences with law and order. Okay. Okay. You're so proud of that one, aren't you? She asked. <laughs> Your experience with law and order. I know she asked, but I don't think that's exactly what she meant. Okay. Do you want to choose how that makes you feel? Are you wanting me to choose how that makes you feel? I'm on a vision. I am told you I'm conflicted on the inside, and then you told me I went and I had a vision. And then you didn't like that vision, so you said to have another vision. I had another vision. <laughs> I just am confused with how you want to move forward. Cause I'm, <laughs> I'm just meditating. If you tell me I have no answers, then I will continue my soul quest. Okay. If you tell me I need to have another vision, I will have another vision. Roll a d20. Just a straight d20. Just tell me what it says. Just straight up? Just straight up. 13. 13. Okay. Uh, you have this vision. This memory. Um, you remembered how um, telling the truth and and rules and um, doing the right things um, achieved justice. And so you feel slightly more positively towards following the rules. After this uh, time of meditation, you're making this so hard for me. <laughs> but that's that's what your meditation has yielded you. Mm. It's now almost the afternoon. <laughs> mm. Are you gonna stay there for longer? <laughs> I can't I don't know if I can do this again. <laughs> I'm not broken. sure if those are the true. You you get the choice to feel the way your character wanted to feel, and then you made me choose for you. I thank the monk, and I will go back. Okay, go back to where? 
uh, I will walk back to the hotel. That's going to take you quite a while. That's okay. I need okay. the time. Okay. You spend most of the day into the like late afternoon, early evening, walking back to um, the inn that I named but forgot the name of. Dragon's Crest Inn. Is it dinner time? Um, yeah. Kind of like an early dinner. Um, are you guys... What are you guys doing? I leave the cafe to cafe after my scone and tea are done. You see uh, Linhart sitting on a bench outside waiting for you. His passive perception is 16, so he already saw you exit the building. Invisibility. <laughs> Linhart, you see like a brick building, make eye contact with you, and then start to slowly become more, um, more and more translucent, and then he disappears. <laughs> I walk over to him, but I hit him in the back of the head. Make a stealth check. Can I roll a perception check? Yes. Okay. Nineteen. That's a sixteen. Yeah, duh, despite the fact that he's a satyr walking on stone, <laughs> you do not hear the fucking No. I'm invisible. It automatically gives you disadvantage on perception checks. Um, you approach and you slap him. <laughs> now why you gotta be like that? I don't know. You're just there. You're waiting outside my you second You thought me was magic. So, yeah, you just scared the bejeebies out of me. You popped out of a manhole cover, <laughs> screaming, Like a rag! Like a rag! And then like, you popped out. I didn't know if it was actually you. You were in the Thieves' Guild. You could have been taken over by like a... a what's his name? Blevins. You could have been a con man for Billy Blevins now. Why would I... Listen... Do you know the city of Rodessa? Nope. Not at all. You can both make a history check if you want to. I'm going to get a history check. 19. 13. Yeah, you do know the city of Rodessa. Um, you're, you're familiar with the name, Caleb. Um, okay. But you cannot remember any specific information about it. Um, you remember, like a brick, that it's a city out in the, the high plains, um, which is not in this country. Um, it's quite a ways away, but you, you know it's a pretty large city in the middle of, like, a, a field. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I have the... <laughs> I know that city. It's on a different country, on a large field, large city in a large field. <laughs> Can we get there quickly? No. You're laughing at me. Absolutely not. Gosh darn it! I need. I'm going to get some vengeance tea, but it feels like it's not the mood now. 
Vengeance tea? Yes. I don't think that's a flavor they have at Cafe de Cafe. Ask the tea Don't stop! Can you stop asking the tea expert things and then ridiculing the tea expert? Okay, Vengeance tea, he says, like, it's got cranberries. Then I'll tell him I ridicule the tea expert. I, I want some weird flavor combination. Dragon wing. Yeah, like, I want some from a, from a cobra. I want it to get so it. Really, <laughs> I want it to be a sharp. I don't want some pizza. bunch of humans revenge water. <laughs> Gives me like dragon tears for bitterness. Like we ate myself. That's what I want the revenge tea to do. I don't want revenge tea to be like cranberries, blueberries, and blackberries. Because that makes the cup black, which means that you hate yourself. No, that's not good enough. Last one tea went with apples. Goats. And the best thing that goes with apples. Is cinnamon. Correct. <laughs> but the last and, and time don't the expert, he was hoping that the expert would tell him something exotic, like the Burberry from from the high I, mountains. I, of, do you know any things I've just made up with <laughs> on the fly? All of the things. Everything I can't. I don't have Not enough, cinnamon. I don't have enough notes. <laughs> you guys keep asking me questions about things I said a long time ago that I don't remember. <laughs> cinnamon was the absolute first thing that popped into your head, and that's what you went with. That wasn't like. I like two teas, cinnamon tea and mint tea. Okay, that's it. <laughs> there wasn't any like, well, we have the dragonfly cinnabon tea. <laughs> I'm sorry, I made a tea man last time. I flushed out his backstory. Or his, or his taste buds. <laughs> I'm busy. I was sick. <laughs> I'm not that good at this! <laughs> You're doing fine. You're doing fine. We just. Funny. It's just funny. <laughs> what do you want from me? Where are you going? Are you done with this conversation? We're going to the tavern. You end up at the tavern. Are you walking? No. I'm calling Gerald. No, no, no! Um, Gerald pulls up at the Sri Lanka. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? Pulled up in the Sri Lanka. What? Um. Hello. Hello. I'd like to go. Are you still invisible? No. Okay. Once you hit something, you're no longer invisible. Okay. I would like to go to my temporary residence. <laughs> he wants to go to his room. <laughs> yes. All right. Get it. One gold coin. Well, he is, he is hiking up prices. Inflation. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen the cost of eggs? <laughs> they say it's bird flu. I don't believe them. <laughs> the bird's half flu. <laughs> um, um, you ride off to the Dragon's Crest. You ride off to the Dragon's Crest. <laughs> and you Hello get there. there a couple hours earlier than Samuel does. Um... Um, Are we? Is there any entertainment? <laughs> nope. <laughs> then I will entertain. Okay. As long as Gerald and Gothi say it's okay. Not Gerald. Bert. Bart. Craig. <laughs> <laughs> so 
episode, worst episode yet. What happened to us? It's Garth, is Garth. it not? Garth. Garth. And Gothi say it's okay. Yeah, you entertain for a couple hours. Um, Samuel arrives. You all right, later. Sam? Yes. You sure? Mm-hmm. Quite sure? Yes. Okay. All my feathers and fur are intact. Oh, and uh, not physically, Sam. Are you, are you hit Caleb with the wand of scowls? <laughs> Is there a save? I don't... Hannah gave me no information. I'm assuming no. <laughs> make a save against the wand of scowls? Stop having her direct terminology. She, she, she gave it to you. She should know what it does. <laughs> I want to start scowling in the middle of the conversation. I don't know. It's just a Xanathars. No, I don't no know Xanathars. Why are you scowling? <laughs> I, I, I feel like this. Like, what is... What is... I don't know, Sam. <laughs> Something's wrong, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> you go to the doctor. Gothi, my friend needs a cup of water. Okay, roll. Ah, <laughs> uh, 50%. She's getting mud. <laughs> you, you, you asked her a cup of water. Um, she returns with a tray covered in a cloche. Uh, she sets it down on the table, she pulls it off, and a live chicken jumps <laughs> in. It's forced to fly around to the dining room. How long does the scowling last? Am I still scowling? I don't know. It's in Xanathar's. I don't have that book. We'll just say no. Well, it looks like I'm good. It looks like you're good. The chicken did it. <laughs> Sam, I want to see you were having a crisis of faith earlier. I have had a good day of meditation. Uh, okay. Um... All right. Go see. I would like some chicken soup. <laughs> I will also like some chicken soup. 68. 20. I forget. Um, so you ask for chicken soup. She comes back with a cup of plain broth. Um, so there's no chicken in it, but it's close. It's pretty good. Soup. What did I get? Um, there was once a chicken 20, in it. What? 20. Just 20. Just 20? Um, she hands you a compass. Nice! <laughs> yes, I think that's my second compass. Um, does it lead just north, or is it like... It's right, it's normal. Dang it's it. a normal compass. I go and order a real chicken soup and drink at the bar. Okay. And then come back to the table. Okay. You all... How was your day, gentlemen? Well, I found someone who I need to kill... My goodness. They betrayed me! They deserve it! They also have a bounty on their head, so that that helps too. And how was your day? I went to the library, caught a um, scone, had some cinnamon tea, <laughs> blasted him with a ray. I knew it! You, you did know it. You were looking at me while I blasted you with a ray. <laughs> did the Baron's office call us today? Nope. No letters, no mail, nothing. We can go talk to him tomorrow, though. Okay. We go to bed. <laughs> 
You end your day in the tavern and plan to meet the Baron tomorrow. 